If you invest using exchange-traded funds, you are in the right place. This is the ETF of the week, where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, vice chairman at Vetify, which has everything you need to learn about ETFs soup to nuts. And it's even got more than ETFtrends.com, the site that made Tom Lydon famous. You can check it out at Vetify.com. Tom Lydon, it's great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. Your ETF of the week is the Vanek CLO ETF, ticker symbol CLOI. CLOI, the Vanek CLO ETF and CLO, collateralized loan obligations. And this is a very interesting asset class for fixed income investors in a rate environment that is kind of different. So explain what this fund does and why you're interested in it now. You're right. It is a different type of investment and it is different time. I mean, we are seeing rates continue to rise. We continue to see the Fed signal that there are going to be more rate hikes coming. We're not seeing much pullback on inflation. So with that, we just have to be prepared for a rising rate environment. Chuck, you and I talk about this all the time. After 30 years of declining rates, it was pretty easy to make money in the fixed income market by just buying a diversified index. What smart investors are doing, what financial advisors are doing is staying away from traditional diversified indexes and constructing their own diversified fixed income allocations. CLOs or collateralized loan obligations are a securitized pool of senior secured loans. So this is an asset class, Chuck, that the average investor really doesn't have access to. In fact, traditionally, the average financial advisor didn't have access to it either. It was mostly just for institutions. But fortunately, the folks at VanEck, along with the partnership that they put together with Pinebridge Investments, have put this active fixed income ETF together. So in short, you have these CLOs that hold floating rate secured loans, and they have seniority over claimants in the events of insolvency. I know this is sounding a little bit too much in the trenches here. The basics of it are, these are securitized loans that have priority. So in other words, you've either got security on it or you've got priority, which means that they're better than junk. If there's a problem and we wind up in a rising interest rate environment, seeing more defaults, you're less likely to be affected by defaults in this than you might be with other things. But one of the things you just pointed out, Tom, this is not an asset class that necessarily a lot of folks have had access to before. This is a new fund. And although you and I talk about new funds all the time, we very seldom say, oh, look at this asset class. It's never been represented before. I mean, half the time when you and I see a new fund and it's trying to be unique, it's gimmicky. There's nothing gimmicky about this. So why has it taken so long? Because I'm not sure I know of another fund that is this focused on CLOs. No, you're right. And the great thing here is VanEck saw this opportunity when you looked at the fixed income landscape where there was a gap. It wasn't well served with ETFs and a little bit of work had to be done to find the right partner. And they did as they looked through the landscape and they found Pinebridge. Pinebridge Investments 
manages about $60 billion and they specialize in CLOs. They went out, Van Eck did, and found the right partner for this. And Pinebridge deals with institutional clients all the time. One important point here is active management. Not just CLOs have different what they call tranches of debt that are out there, but these different tranches have different credit ratings. There are some index-based strategies that are out there that tend to have, on average, higher ratings. Pinebridge finds opportunities in lower-rated debt in the CLO space, but they look at it really, really closely. I mean, the whole idea here, Chuck, is making sure that you keep the defaults to a minimum. And CLOs historically have very low default rates. But if you can go with a lower quality, higher yielding rating in one of these tranches, you can produce actually a higher yield and higher total return. That's the whole aspect of why considering something like this, because again, not all CLOs are created equal. And most importantly, the smart money is in active CLO management. What's the yield on this? Because of course, collateralized loan obligations, the reason that you're doing this is not just to diversify your fixed income holdings, it's to goose your yield. So while there's total return, you know, if the market does the right things for you, what's the yield that you're getting paid while you wait to see that total return? So currently it's 3.63%, which again, it's over the 10-year the by almost 100 basis points. For people right now, I mean, a couple of years ago, if you could somewhat safely get that type of yield, you take it, especially with what's going on in the equity markets these days. And since it's also a different asset class in the fixed income space, you don't necessarily have high correlation to the Barclays Bloomberg Ag, for example. This is a new fund and a new asset class. If it's going to find a place in people's portfolios, presumably it's coming in place of something that they hold in fixed income. What should they be looking to replace with CLOs and how much of a portfolio would you max it out at? First on the high end, Chuck, we've been talking about 60-40 being challenged, meaning that 40% allocation of fixed income has definitely been challenged. There have been hundreds of billions of dollars that have gone into replications of the, the Barclays Ag, which really tends to be the benchmark of the industry most importantly because it's chock full of treasuries and mortgage-backed securities, which haven't done well during a time of rising interest rates. So with that being said, I would say most of the money is coming from traditional index-based strategies on the fixed income side. At the same time, there is some confidence in the market as the Fed has signaled what they're doing to hike interest rates, fight inflation, and that transparency has provided a little bit more confidence in the bond market as in the first quarter of this year, we actually saw outflows in fixed income ETFs. Second and third quarter so far, we're seeing some really decent inflows. It's the VanAck CLO for collateralized loan obligations. Ticker symbol CLOI, the ETF of the week from Tom Lydon at Vetify. Tom, great stuff. Talk to you again next week. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production of Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me. And you can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast on your favorite podcast app or by going to moneylifeshow.com. 
To learn all about investing in exchange-traded funds, make sure you check out Vetify.com. If you know Tom Lydon, my guest, who's on Twitter at Tom Lydon, well, he started ETFtrends.com and Vetify.com. It's everything that was there on ETFtrends.com and much more. Remember, you can check it out on Twitter, too, at Veta underscore Fi. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. Guarantee that you don't miss a one by following along on your favorite podcast app. But whether you do or you don't, we hope you'll be here next week when we do this again. And until then, happy investing, everybody. Happy investing, everybody.